Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. When Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. But the people were displeased. He has gone to be with the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half of my wealth to the poor. Lord, and if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. Jesus responded, salvation has come to this home today. For this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and save those who are lost. Thank you for downloading our podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get new ones every week. And don't forget to check out First United Methodist Sweetwater's website and social media. Now, here is Pastor Ryan Strebeck. You know, the unlikely hero in our gospel text today, Zacchaeus, he wanted to see Jesus, but he could not. I think we all understand what it's like to want to see Jesus and simply be unable to. Crowds and stature presented challenges for Zacchaeus. For us, sometimes it's status. Sometimes it's shame. Sometimes it's, I don't really know what I'm looking for. Other times it's, well, but I haven't been to church in so long. Or, well, you know, the last time I did go to church, and at times we have legitimate reasons. And we are also masters at gathering up excuses. Either way, seeing Jesus can be tough. It can be really hard. So Jesus of Nazareth, the most compelling figure in the history of the world, is passing through town, and he walks among us today. And the eyes of our hearts are burning from before we're born to see the living Christ. And still, sometimes, we cannot see. A little bio on Zacchaeus. You caught it in the text. Just some really brief descriptors that Luke gives us, but they're enough for us to develop a little hatred for Zacchaeus. If we kind of get in, situated into the story, uh, Zacchaeus was a not only a tax collector, which we all know how everybody felt about tax collectors. It wasn't that they were just taking the regular tax that they were supposed to collect. It was what they were skimming off the top, right? And so not only is Zacchaeus a tax collector, but he is a chief tax collector, which means I have tax collectors that work for me. And not only do I skim off the top, but we all know the real wealth comes when you have people under you that are also skimming off the top, and then they have to give you a portion of what they grab. So that's when the real money starts coming in. So they hate you even more when you're a chief 
tax collector. Um, this is, I think of this just like, think of the person that you like to hate for these reasons. I mean, this could be like your, your YouTube channel person. This could be your people that are monetizing over the seven easy steps to wealth or whatever. You know, it's, I'm a wealthy person. I figured it out. And if you'll follow my seven easy steps, you can be wealthy too. All you have to do is sign on the dotted line, follow me around for a little while, put your cash over here in my thing, and we're all going to be happy, right? So whatever that looks like, that's Zacchaeus. He is the last person in Jericho that anyone would have ever voted most likely to end up in a worshipful children's song 2,000 years from now. Like that, that, that he would have never been voted for that. Uh, nobody liked him. This would not have been good. So it's this guy. This is the guy who's in our sight who is wanting to see Jesus. He's a very strange character, but he cannot see Jesus because he's small in stature. This is where we begin to see something kind of bubbling inside of Zacchaeus, that there's more to him than just a slimy chief tax collector. Notice the hustle. Notice the hurry. So he ran on ahead to climb up in a sycamore tree, neither of which are easy tasks, and he did all this to see Jesus. And then the focus of Luke's storytelling shifts to the eyes of Jesus. So we go from the eyes of Zacchaeus, who wants to see Jesus, to Jesus who looks up into the tree and he speaks to the one who ran ahead and climbed up in the tree to see him. He speaks to him and says, Zacchaeus, hurry and come on down for I must stay at your house today. So Jesus, once again, is giving his trademark attention to a notorious sinner, to an unlikely person, and he makes an announcement. And it's a very urgent announcement. Today, must I must come to your house today, right? This is the moment. This is your time. And we're left wondering, what is Zacchaeus going to do? Because we see these stories of, as, as we've just been through in Luke. Uh, there are many stories where Jesus offers this kind of invitation and people turn away. They move away. Remember the rich young ruler just a few passages prior? And Luke tells us that he went away sad because he had so much wealth, he couldn't conceive a world where he could detach from that in order to hold on to something else of great treasure. So this Richard and Lural walks away sad and basically says no thank you to the offer of the gospel. So what will Zacchaeus say? And here Zacchaeus goes with his hustle again. I'd never noticed this so much in the passage before, and he, he's really moving. He hurries down, and Luke tells us that he receives Jesus joyfully. Can't you picture that? Don't you love this part of the story? I mean, this is Rudy, all right? This is the 12th man. This is the double zero in old school Sweetwater basketball. This is the hustle that you want to see no matter what you're doing. And of course, anytime something good like this is happening, the crowd, they're paying attention to, right? Jesus sees, Zacchaeus sees, and the crowd sees. And they see, here Jesus goes again. He's gone to the house of another one of those sinners. You know, how long do we have to endure this? But something happens inside Zacchaeus. We are witnesses to something that's happening. He's at some sort of breaking point in his life, and seeing Jesus, he decides, is worth the risk. So Zacchaeus stood. Isn't that a great detail that Luke gives us? That he's a man who's small of stature, has to climb in the tree just to see what's going on, and he has this moment where in response to Jesus' invitation, he stands up. 
And he said to the Lord that he saw, that he'd been looking for, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. Something's burning, something's bubbling inside Zacchaeus, and he responds to Jesus with this full-throated, Yes, I will make amends for those that I've cheated, and then some. I'm going to take half, and then I'm going to fourfold, and it's worth it. It's worth it. He's found something that's worth divesting the things that he's attached to in order to see. And Jesus responds, today, right? Today I'm coming to your house turns into today, I tell you, salvation has come to this house. Since he also, Zacchaeus, is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Zacchaeus hustles in his search for Jesus, and then he discovered, like we all do, that all along he was the object of Jesus' search. You know what that's like to be running for something, right? In the YouTube version of this, you know, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, but I'm searching and I'm giving it everything I've got. And in our effort and in our best work and all the energy we can put out there, there's this great relief and peace that comes over. So we realize that Jesus has been the one that's searching for us. And that light bulb goes on for Zacchaeus and he realizes that grace has caught up with him and grace catches up with us. There's an urgency always to grace. Something so powerful, something so freeing that calls to us from the cross of Jesus Christ. Today, I must come to your house. Today. So today, can we hear his voice? Today, can we see Jesus? As the Psalms remind us, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Rather, follow Zacchaeus, hurry, hustle, and receive Jesus joyfully. And then rejoice and be glad, for salvation has come. Grace has arrived, and it has out-hustled us. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.